Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, what's up? It's Vi. Before we get started with this week's episode, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about our presenting sponsor, Anchor. So if you're wondering how Ari and I got started with podcasting, it's all thanks to this awesome tool called Anchor. They gave us a platform to record, edit, and distribute our podcast right from our phones or computers. And they're free. I know. They helped us get Everything Sucks Drink Wine uploaded to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other channels without having us do any of the work. And they're our first sponsor. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your podcasting career, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the episode, guys. Episode two of Everything Sucks Drink Wine, in case you still don't know what the show is called. (laughs) (laughs) And if you still don't know what my name is, it's Vi. Hello. And I'm Aria. Apparently, our voices are getting more similar as we get through the pod. If you guys agree, please let me know. But I don't, I honestly, I would still like to differ, but I literally just heard Aria's voice, what was supposed to be Aria's voice. When I sent her an audio of our house testing audio, and I was like, "Is that me? Like, did I send you the wrong one?" And I'm, I'm, my mind is blown. I think maybe we sound more similar whenever you can't compare each other's voices, but I think mm. like on the podcast, I feel like it should be easier to tell the difference because there's the straight yeah. contrast. It's either I'm talking or you're talking. <laughs> we do have similar like talking styles, so I could see how it could get confusing. Mm-hmm. But I would like to think that we sound different. <laughs> Me too. I am firm. I think we we even talked about this in like the first few episodes that I like have like a a weirdly like lower octave, but like mine fluctuates a lot, and like yours stays kind of within the same range, but also like fluctuates, but it starts yeah. higher. I want to say my voice sounds like sharper for some reason. I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain. I maybe that's even the wrong term because I'm no music <laughs> expert, obviously. But I I feel like yours just sounds softer and mine sounds like sharper. <laughs> yeah, I would I would I would second that. <laughs> no, but yeah. So that's that. Um, if you're confused, don't be okay. Um, but yeah, welcome back, you guys. Uh, I'm super pumped. Season two, the first episode's audio was crisp and great and i'm very happy <laughs> it was very know, season very one had quite a few technical difficulties but it's okay i think we've worked it out now i think we're getting there <laughs> all right so last week if you guys stuck around till the end of the episode we teased you guys with a little little surprise oh, it's a teaser. we have a big announcement mm-hmm. and that is that bubby and i that means mm-hmm. everything sucks drink wine the podcast mm-hmm. has officially signed to a podcast network dude i'm my mind is blown who the frick knew literally this started as two girls that like wine who were like fuck it we'll talk into my make a podcast literally literally started on my bedroom floor we were bored and then we're like (laughs) should we just get asked for mics for christmas and just start a podcast (laughs) 
we're like, screw it. And it actually like, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm really, really excited. This is going to be super, super cool. The team is awesome and we're still getting to know everybody. So dude, I know this is so crazy. And also the network is called Believe. That's Mm B-L-E-A-V. So if you want to check them out, go for it. But yeah, we're super excited. It's just like, it's exciting to see the podcast turning into something more than just like a passion project. Don't be confused if like that anchor ad <laughs> has gone away or will go away. Yeah. <laughs> don't be spooked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm super pumped. Honestly, I'm like, cool. finally, I don't have to skip the first 10 seconds of the <laughs> podcast. Hey, we got to make money somehow. Okay. Exactly. You're supporting us. No skipping. Um, no skipping. <laughs> no skipping. But okay. Yeah. So we just wanted to tell you that we're super excited. I hope you guys are too. Thank you for um, taking us to here and supporting us um, everywhere. And before we get sentimental, um, you want to talk about the wine of the episode? <laughs> yes, of course. Honestly, I think for the past couple episodes, we've been doing really good on getting the wine of the episode done quickly. Mm-hmm. So. I would agree. (laughs) All right. So today's uh, wine of the episode is a Story Point Cabernet Sauvignon. 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 (laughs) You're there. You're there. Something happened there. But you guys know what I mean. 2017. It's from California. Mm -hmm. And it has four stars on Vivino. So she a good one. Okay, she a good okay. one. Um, <laughs> she's got notes of oak, vanilla, and tobacco, which is interesting. Ooh. I'm intrigued. And then also uh, black fruit notes of blackberry, plum, and a very descriptive dark fruit description I've gotten here. Very nice. But yeah. That's like stars. That's insane. If I'm not wrong, that tobacco flavor, like I used flavor, um, that tobacco sort of like – essence i used to be scared of but i think it's just like that like wood barrel aging that like leaves mm. that sort of like <laughs> oaky after oaky. <laughs> we're back we're back no but i really think it's See, that you came full circle though you were I- right because the tobacco <laughs> led back to the oak <laughs> we're good perfect um, but yeah no i'm i'm the first red wine in a while we've done a lot of whites so I know. I'm we sure. went through a little bit of a Riesling patch. Hell yeah. That was honestly because Rieslings are delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do not bash a Riesling. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now that we got that out of the way, before we go on too many tangents, as you can see from the title of this episode, we have a guest joining us today. It's Mr. Boyfriend, your favorite human being. You loved and missed him. He's back. I am back, unfortunately. This time, louder than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The joke here is that when we were editing the episode, Mr. Boyfriend's audio was super, super quiet. So we had to do some turning it up until (laughs) it was on our level. But yeah. What's up? How are you? I'm I'm doing great. Just great? Just great. Yeah. You're not going to give us anything else? I am. I'm. I'm saving my best words for when we talk about the today's topic. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> just, just tell us how you are. I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm ready and excited for this podcast. I'm actually more excited for dinner, to be honest. I'm very hungry. What's dinner today? Rice. 
I okay, let me try this again. How are you, Mr. Boyfriend? I'm doing great, Mrs. Girlfriend. Mrs. Wow. No, no, no. He said Mrs. Girlfriend. That doesn't even make sense. It's like to let you know we're Sir. at the level of commitment up above just a girlfriend, but like below the full like wifey, you know. Uh, so fiance? <laughs> oh, I her. That's We're, a... No, it's not. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's not, that's not a thing. Um, Let's tone it back real quick. <laughs> Can you just give us a normal answer of how you're doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm doing great. Try. <laughs> I'm doing great. What I, is new with you? Anything? Yeah, I got a new job. Well, not a new job, but it's my first job. I'm starting as an associate Ooh. consultant at a company called Viva Systems. Wow. Yeah. That's big, exciting news. It is exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. You know what's more exciting? Today's wine. Is where the damn job is. Oh, yeah. I'm so pumped. <laughs> the job is work from home. So I'm moving to New York to make my home okay. New York. <laughs> <laughs> to live in the same city as Vi for the first time in Why are you so years. proud of being on a podcast? <laughs> this is your third time. You are the most seasoned guest. Out Apart from me and Bubby, you have the most practice being on the show. And he's so aco taco right now. I don't know how to talk about myself. I, do, I talk exactly like this when you ask me how I'm doing normally. Why would you just start with this question? You're supposed to toss me a softball. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Imagine if this was an interview. It's like, you started with the hardest question. I asked what your name was. <laughs> this is the SAT. You get 15 points for a name. Zero out of 15. <laughs> These are assholes. Wait, you get 15 points? Is that something? Okay. Did you get points for okay. writing the thing in cursive? Like that signing off of the I'm not cheating or something bullshit? You get points. Oh, great. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Points. Could you just not sign um, that? Then? Okay. No, but that's that says like you you're not cheating and stuff. So otherwise, I don't think they'll points. grade your. They like won't scan it. Oh, so it's worth points, but it's mandatory. So is it really worth anything? It's worth your money because you have to pay for the SAT. <laughs> Wait, how much do we have to pay for the SAT? Why are we talking about the SAT? No clue. I don't know. Bubby and I, I go know. on tangents. Anyway, <laughs> what the fuck so, is a better great. question? Huh? <laughs> What? What is a better question to ask you than how are you? Okay, <laughs> fine. I thought that answer set, like was great. I thought that one. You like told me it. Two I'm miles. Great. I thought that was a great answer. I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 For the record, podcast listeners, Arya and Vi are just bullying me. All right, they're just the two biggest bullies. I am doing bullies. no such thing. They are bullies. As They've well. been bullying me since I knew both of them. All right, I just want to make Inaccurate. that very clear. Dude, you're gonna get all the toxic men from TikTok to like yell at us again. Yeah. Hey, any engagement is good engagement. Did you Did you see that though, Mr. J? Mr. Yeah. Yes, I did. Mr. J, Mr. Boyfriend. Yes, I did. It's very funny seeing men like trying to um. So butthurt. <laughs> like seeing them try to justify their behavior and explain it is pretty funny because you guys literally explain it in the podcast if they listen to the episode they would know they i mean it's did also it. like we were talking about fuck boys and like i don't think any of the men that were com like commenting were like 
interesting enough to be fuckboys. I feel like as a fuckboy, you need to be able to get girls. <laughs> I don't think yeah, any of them really can. Um, well, fuckboys no are just people who treat women poorly, right? And like use women as objects. You don't have to be good looking to be a fuckboy. No, but you also have to be able to talk to women mm. and yeah. get their attention. I feel know? like those were all the guys that were like, women belong in the kitchen, but like played World of Warcrafts all day. Like, Didn't you play World of Warcraft? <laughs> no legal no, budget. sir, wrong chick. Wrong girlfriend. I know, I've only had one of the girlfriends. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mr. Boyfriend <laughs> Expose, let's go. <laughs> oh my God. But wait, I feel like this is this has been on the pod before. That like there was one time in Houston. No, where I was, I was in Chicago. Okay, and I was talking to this one girl about an ex who had cheated on me. However, it was not Jay. Jay and I had just broken up. The like between this was like between us getting working up words, breaking up and getting back together. So I was like talking to like a friend of mine about it. Some girls overheard this, thought they were thought this was about Jay took this information all the way to Houston to a point where like overnight a girl runs up to Jay and was like, did you cheat on Vi? She had no idea who I was. Mean, did you like, cheat on Understand Vi? that this was also me literally just like going into my job at the campus recreation center. And I was literally just walking in, talking to like one of my friends before my shift started. And this girl, like I know, like it's a friend, like she doesn't know Vi anything or any, anything about a relationship just runs up to me and she's like, did you cheat on Vi? And I'm just like, huh like what are you even talking about like my heart nice dropped i was like too. i was like context clue she said it she said it so like determinedly like what is it what is the word like so strongly that i was like oh my god did i like yeah i was like oh my oh my god and then i was like wait what the fuck are you talking about no like i was so confused i literally texted by immediately i was like what is what are you saying to people like or like because i thought like this was like some rumor that had come from like literally up up north like i was like what the hell's going on and obviously it was up just... north <laughs> it come from up north yeah i was trying to say like came the from the top like midwest however i was not yeah oh like that okay you're saying like came from like the sheep's mouth what is it from, from straight from the, the boss's mouth or whatever straight from the horse's no, mouth someone's mm-hmm. mouth but anyway. horse's mouth horse why the fuck horse, is a horse? i was closer with the sheep <laughs> but no um <laughs> sheep is closer than boss to horse well, what the bosses we've had now. I don't, what boss? You didn't you just say you're entering your first job? <laughs> no, no, no. Then he then he said that he had a job at the campus. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe that one. See, Arya's actually listening to me. Why don't you actually listen to me? Bye. No, but it was like it was mind blowing because when he texted me at first, my first was like, "What the frick?" Like, no. The last thing, and then I thought back to what happened. Then I was like shit i'm popular like even outside of college oh, see this is people talk about me like people people be in my business for what like i never even like gave people content but hey like any press is good press her second reaction was oh my god i'm popular my second reaction was my reputation is being tarnished across the country you literally just the reputation of the rumor starters is being tarnished. There's a bunch of freaking college kids starting rumors. It sounds if stupid. rumor starters actually lost their reputation, then we would be completely fine. But that's, no, it's like that mess happens. with the wrong chick. Honestly, I don't got time for shit like that. It was funny. It was funny though. Like I really thought it was hilarious. I know Jay didn't. I did not. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to those girls. 
Shout out to the one that I got to know after she got to know me through that. I was like, how does this girl know my name? Who is this? Like, who were, who did you hear this Yeah, from? it's even funnier that she wasn't even, like, related to you in any way. It was just a person. I know. Well, she was very nice, like, looking out for me. In case this one had cheated on me, I would have really appreciated that. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, look at that. If you had cheated on me and she ran up to you with that much conviction, then, like, it's it's nice of her to care for someone she didn't even know. Uh, I don't think it came from a place of caring. It came from a place of wanting to like have the juicy information to like upgrade your social hey. status with the juicy bit of piece of information. Hey, it is what it is. People, it's people the thought say. that counts. People, <laughs> people talk, but um, yeah. Hi, thanks for coming on. Um, Hello. Um, wait, wait, I want to tell you guys about my, um, oh God, this is actually like, maybe I don't want to tell you, tell you guys about this, but so the bottomless wine and beer dinner. So oh, I was yes. with, yeah, I was with Selfie and her boyfriend and a friend of mine and we were all like doing this. Okay. Like it was very enjoyable, very enjoyable. The wine was pretty solid too. So like even mm. with like house wine, it was good wine. I was going in on some pesto pasta. It was cool. life was life was good, okay? And then um then it hit me. <laughs> and everything hit me at once apparently. Not uh, not even apparently. A lot of it I I was very <laughs> present for. Shout out to Selfie for taking care of me. Even like across the nation, she's out here looking out for me like she was in Iowa, which is amazing. But I I fell down the stairs. What? <gasps> okay. Why am I learning about this now? Okay. okay but like what kind of a fall was it? Was it like a was it like a so, trip or was it a not face front? I think I missed a step. I don't exactly remember oh, okay. like what caused my fall, but I think I missed a step. So I Did fell you miss it like, going up or going down? Going down. So oh, no. I was I fell like on up? my back, okay? Like um so but it didn't hit my back. I landed straight on my butt bones. I literally <gasps> Wait, that's worse. Yeah, I was like I remember at that moment I was like Oh, my butt bones. I had a glass of wine in hand, intact, completely intact. Wine was unmoved, wow. unscathed. And I was like, I protect took the that wine <laughs> as a W. But today I was changing. But. And I saw this butt, but no, I saw this huge dude. It's freaking the size of my palm bruise on my the <laughs> side of my butt. I'm I literally I had no idea because I knew it hurt okay and like I just TMI a little bit brown people have like little bits of darker skins on their joints like wherever they have joints the little bits of darker skin I just thought it was that okay mm-hmm. um this shit's a bruise this shit's purple <laughs> like it's huge dude the size of my hand I looked at it I was like I I dude I never ever fell during college but that day I was wearing sneakers too. Like, I was, oh my god! <laughs> like there was no reason. I was, oh man, that that you that had to take was, the L so that the wine could take the W. Yes, I completely agree. But I honestly want to say um, that dinner is amazing, and we have to go whenever you're here. We go. Yes, we must. Also, apparently they have like deals all week like on um mondays they have 50 percent off of your bill let's go on monday yeah which is <laughs> like <laughs> dude it's amazing yeah i know so so it's good 
I, I don't know what each glass of wine is, but like 20 bucks for bottomless wine, I feel like I, and you get three glasses of wine and you're fucking done. Like yeah. three glasses of wine at like a shitty place and two glasses of wine at like a good place. Some, some places, one glass of wine. Maybe. It's a good deal. You never know. It's a good deal. I guess yeah, we'll I never know. know. No, we, we, you will know. You guys oh. will come with me. We're all going to yes. go together. It's going to yes. be a big. Well, I'm already party. figuring out my move to New York. When is, is Arya moving to New York? It's a question. I will. She just said I will. Hey, it all starts from manifesting it. Exactly. So you say I am. See, the thing is, yeah, I I am moving to New York. Oh my god, when? In the future. I I I have my resume ready, but <laughs> I, what I, 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 during work I can't do it. But then after work, I don't want to think about anything work related, so it just ends up getting pushed. I just like never get around to like doing the actual applying. I have jobs saved. I just haven't applied. But you come, you yeah. come visit in yes, July. Yes, I will come. I will come visit in July. Okay. I found a good round trip. I will come. Okay, so this week's episode, as you can probably tell from the title, is all about the male gaze. Because the male mm. gaze sucks. It really does. I feel like this is a perfect topic for everything sucks drink wine. Honestly. Yeah, so, wait. For a long time, I really, on TikTok, because we'd see, like, there's a lot of videos on the male gaze, right? Mm-hmm. I straight up thought they were talking about, like, male like males looking. that were gay. Like, oh, like the male <laughs> gays. <laughs> oh, no. no. Aren't all gay? gay is male like if you want to identify as gay don't you have to identify as male like i, think so. that, I, I was like ah, well, this so. is me and I then i was like, like are there any exceptions <laughs> right like if you're like a gender or like do not identify as like, with well the gender, yeah i guess if you don't have a gender gay is but then what what would you call yourself well, isn't I that what isn't that, that isn't that pansexual like when you're just attracted to anybody but like regardless but like, of what kind of gender yeah what if what happens if you don't have like an assigned like oh a that's a good question i actually yeah but you only like men or you only like women. i guess it wouldn't matter because i think gay implies that it's a man liking a man yeah and lesbian implies that it's a woman liking a woman so if you don't have a gender you're just attracted, attracted to, to people yeah yeah because every like every label implies what you are so you don't have a yeah. label so then there is no need. If you don't, yeah, then you just don't label anything. It's just fine. No it's labels. True. Sounds like a lot of relationships. Oh, also, happy Pride Month on this topic. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Oh, I always, dude, Pride Month is my birthday month, and I love it. Pride always, like, like San Francisco Pride always falls on my birthday. This is, like, I think, like, one of the first years I'm not going to be in San Francisco mm. during my birthday wow. on Pride. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I guess Crazy. you were there for your last Sounds birthday. You were right. You were right. Mm-hmm. I know. And uh, 2019, we were there. We did, what's it called? Uh, the Bottomless Mimosas at that place. Oh, oh, Pink Elephant. The Pink Elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that alleyway. And then we had to wait in line for like 7,000 years. Wait, but that place was super cool because they had like a million different like juice flavors. And I remember there were just like pictures of champagne. And yeah. like every two minutes we would go and we'd just like fill up a new one. Do you remember how many we got that day? I have no freaking idea. I, me neither, but I remember we were too drunk, so then um, Selfie had to drive your car back. <laughs> that was so nice of her. <laughs> yeah, no, she she stays looking out. I feel like she's seen me yeah, like constantly. <laughs> it's so nice, but but yeah, yeah was, <laughs> this was in San Francisco. None of the oh. above. It was it was awesome. But okay, I've never um, been to Iowa. 
not much to say, to be honest. But um, okay, we keep we keep not talking about the topic. Okay. Oh my god, the male gaze. So this topic idea was actually from Mr. Boyfriend. Um, thank you for mm-hmm. this topic idea because I think it's really awesome. Why why is this something that you were interested in? I was looking at basically commentaries of Instagram fashion culture for like men. And it's mm-hmm. all basically the same subtype of dude. It's like five o'clock shadow, super sharp jawline, big poofy hair, just absolute jacked dude, like bodybuilder in his cut mode, like where he's just like all muscle, no fat, and like mm-hmm. clothes mm-hmm. super tight. Like jeans, gotcha. like sprayed on jeans. And it's like every single page is like alpha male's fashion. Like basically, I started seeing that. I'm like, now that I know what I know from you guys and just talking to basically other girls, it's like girls don't find that attractive at all. So why are men trying to attain this? Because if they were trying to just be who they wanted to be, they wouldn't all have the same goal. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's because I would like to, to a- stop you when you said talking to other girls. Who other girls are you talking to? His other girlfriend, of course. We've established <laughs> this from earlier in the episode. My bad, my bad. Um, <clears throat> shout out to the other girlfriends. <laughs> that's what you were, Mrs. Girlfriend. There's different Miss Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. That's so accurate. Okay. But yeah, so you saw a lot of this stuff on Instagram. <clears throat> wait, yeah. also, wait, question regarding that. You said sprayed on jeans. The sprayed on jeans. Don't don't like quote unquote whatever self-identifying alpha males think like skinny jeans are not. They think skinny jeans on skinny men are not good, but like when you have jacked like quads and like hamstrings and calves are like fucking the size of watermelons, then it's like then it's manly because you're showing off muscles. Mm. Well, I guess that makes Mm. sense because like remember Bub on like Love Island, like all of the men would wear like skinny white jeans and then you could literally see the outline of their like thigh muscles, which like kind of is really strange to see. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of that. But yeah. uh, um, But yeah, this is quite an interesting topic. And let's let's dive right in. Yeah. So then that's what I realized that, you know, recently with the trend of men kind of following Harry Styles and people like that more for their fashion with the you know flowing Mm -hmm. pants more traditionally feminine clothing like hawaiian print shirts like flowery clothing jewelry necklaces especially like pearl necklaces are coming back as for men it's like why is that the thing for girls like why girls attracted to that and it's because that's actually what women like Mm -hmm. to see they don't care about that alpha mentality of like giant muscles as much like that's Mm -hmm. the male gaze so these men are actually dressing up for what men want not what females want wow i don't know why i said females women yeah (laughs) bro i recently saw a a tiktok of why like it defined like why women are so angry about being called females like and i i used to feel that anger too i was like men just sound shitty calling us females but like the reason is because like a female is just like a like the that sex of the species it's not like necessarily a human you could be a female mm-hmm. anything so it's like dehumanizing almost to call a woman a female rather than a woman like we don't right. call like we don't call men males i feel like we even say like when we're saying like men suck we're talking about men we're not talking about males and anything yeah like, we're being specific so be specific like it's like like humanize us so i mean that like that i saw that and i was like this is very interesting but I but guess okay. that makes sense. I never processed why female like just like irked me so much. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. 
I was very confused about it too. So, um, well, cool. All right. So I guess before we go any further into the topic, I think it would be helpful to like kind of just like define what we're referring to when we say male gaze, because when I first heard of it, I wasn't exactly sure either. I think it's basically like what men see. And like, that's like such an easy way to like encompass it. But like, there's also, there's like, since we are in a, pa- in a patriarchy, like everything in society is de- like defined by the male gaze, what men like to see, what men uh, find attractive, what men think women find attractive, what uh, men want to see in movies, plot lines, literally mm-hmm. everything I think is defined by the ma- male gaze. And we're trying, we're easing into like more like female created stuff so that we're getting mm-hmm. back into like sort of an equal space but I think that's where it starts from a lot of like the movies that we grew up with a lot of the shows that we grew up with like beauty standards stuff like that that, those are all like defined by the male gaze or like Mm -hmm. to appease a male audience if we want like the actual like yeah dictionary definition of male gaze it's the perspective of a notionally typical heterosexual man considered as embodied in the audience or intended audience for films and other visual media characterized by a tendency to objectify or sexualize women so it's about media the male gaze is about how we perceive Mm. like we watch media of any sort and it's from the perspective of a male so i think like one of the one of the tiktoks that we were talking about jay and i we were talking about like harley quinn um do you want to yeah so i think it's in birds of prey which is the harley quinn movie anti-superhero movie or whatever like Mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. first one i think or in um the suicide squad harley quinn is super sexualized right she's wearing like super booty shorts um cut t-shirt like super tight she's wearing something like says like daddy's little girl i think that's her shirt and she's wearing like tight ponytails and it's like super Mm -hmm. sexualized like little girl vibes right and this is like who harley quinn is from the male's perspective like what do men in the stereotypical fashion want to see in a woman and then with, I think, either Birds of Prey, I think it's Birds of Prey, it was directed right. by a woman. So the, her entire, like, uh, Harley Quinn's entire costume changed. It was, like, longer shorts, like a normal T-shirt. And then there was a lot more things, like, Harley was, like, actually putting on the clothes what she wanted to be represented as. So this was, like, a woman's case as to what she wanted to be and, like, what she wanted to be mm-hmm. represented as. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because it actually, like, showed the physical difference, right. like, right, right in front of you, how the male gaze and fem- female gaze, like, split yeah yeah no i agree i feel like that also like extends into like the superhero universes like in marvel and dc like a lot of like your wonder woman and um black widow and like all of those are like whenever you see posters or like graphics or comic books about them like it's so like focused on their like sexual organs to say the least like it's so like skin tight like boob perky butt out here like what is the reason and so they're like apparently um not even that long ago there was something called the hawkeye initiative so like whatever like poses women like women superheroes where female superheroes were in they would put hawkeye in those positions and if that was weird then you know that 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 was made up like that was made for the male gaze and that they should change it up because it's a superhero at the end of the day it's not like a sexual object you can even see that in costume designs for like characters and like video games where it's like wearing armor like men like characters just wear actual armor for like an actual battle but then like women's armor is literally just like 
usually like a collar of some sort, I feel like, and then like maybe around your waist as almost like a waist trainer. And then nothing. Yeah, why does women's armor have boobs? Like, yeah, no. I feel like that would be so, like, inconvenient in practice. Like, you would want that shit smushed so you're ready to, like, fight. <laughs> I know. It's so stupid. Kind of going off of that, but, like, even, like, Disney princesses and stuff, like, they're always just, like, drawn, like, like a fucking, like, literal hourglass. Like, if you look at, like, Jasmine's body or something, your waist is, like, the size of, like, yeah. my nail. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's like unrealistic expectations. And I think like that also like honestly like going into like the next sort of area of this is like that could also extend to like how like beauty standards have changed across time. Like back yeah, in the day in like the 16, 1800s, like why was like a voluptuous, well-fed woman attractive? Whereas now like – well, we're in the 2000s, like a little scrawny little woman was attractive. It's not because like women, if it was up to us, we would be like, we want to eat. So yeah. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Let's go back to when like having roles was like deemed like healthy because it is, it is healthy. <laughs> Honestly. And so like that, like unrealistic standard is definitely not perpetuated by women because it's so hard. It's so hard for the average woman to get to that like stick skinny thing and that's like un severely unhealthy also like so that like I think like the male gaze has like really defined like social beauty standards like mm -hmm. even back in the day when the voluptuous woman was attractive it was attractive to like the kings and like the royalty men that were mm -hmm. like oh yeah like you look like a birth giver like what the fuck like can we just have something yeah I mean like that's it was also like based on like socioeconomic standpoints right like back then it was hard to have even food so like thicker people basically meant like you had money. Mm -hmm. So that's why that was good. I guess nowadays it's like if you have money and you're healthy, you're working on yourself. So you have a gym, like you have ability to exercise. Because mm -hmm. back then also exercise was mandatory so you're super skinny. Right. But if you go off of that, like fit women aren't deemed a like social standard because like women who have like muscles aren't, they're not like deemed like hot. You have to have like the yeah. weight in the right places you know what I mean it has to be in mm. your boobs or your butt or like around your hips if you have any kind of fat around like your arms or like your ankles or your stomach it's mm -hmm. not okay so like I don't think that is like normal because most people when they gain weight it, they're, they're you're gonna get it's impossible to have like a fat ass and like the tiniest waist naturally unless yeah. that's just like your god-given like body type then good for you but most people would need surgery I would also, like, extend it to, like, men, if I'm not wrong, don't find, like, female bodybuilders attractive. Like, whereas, like, men think, like, women find male bodybuilders attractive. Like, but men won't find, like, the, like, the ones that do bikini competitions, like, the straight up, like, muscular women, even if it was about, like, working on themselves it's not necessarily right because like men are not finding well, yeah, the muscular also... women attractive. Men are finding like mm -hmm. the like Kim Kardashian, the BBL lady. Yeah, like, so that's also part of the male gaze is that men should be the ones who are vascular, like showing off their tight muscles. Women are supposed to have like big muscles, but not that veiny and stuff in certain places. Like you, they want to, you want we like the male gaze wants to, women to have abs, but not like a six pack. They want to have arms, but not humongous biceps they want to have quads and hamstrings and ass but not like super tight so like it's very specific Weird. 
about like where they want it. And like we just said, right? Mm-hmm. Like even like women don't. Could we even say like the male gaze is getting? You said like men, women didn't. Know. Okay. I was gonna say like, could we even say the male gaze is getting even more distorted over the years? Like they don't know what they want anymore, so they want like like a little bit, a little yeah, bit so of everything. Of that. Uh, like, great example of this is like in male pro bodybuilding. If you remember, like if you think about like the seventies, I don't know if you guys. Um, remember what Arnold Schwarzenegger looked like back in like the 70s when he was like super young and like absolutely jacked I wasn't there around the 70s but uh, well, like, he also had like that stereotypical, like, he basically it was like almost the same silhouette as you see female bodybuilders have now it was like he had a narrow waist he had like he was super jacked obviously so he had like he had a V taper as he went back up and he had like mm-hmm. big like big everything but like when he got down to like his stomach area it was like narrow and then it got wide again just like women are today and mm-hmm. except obviously extremely mm-hmm. jacked but like nowadays it's because i guess of steroid use but also what the judges want to see it's all about being huge so like the thing with steroid usage is that your stomach becomes extremely bloated and wide so now men are just like extremely like straight and like blocky and bloated and it's like it's mm-hmm. literally just a character caricature of like mm-hmm. what the male gaze has become it's become more big it's all about mass it's not about like looking good necessarily but i think that counterculture has come back now where like People mm-hmm. are fighting against the male gaze with, like, you know, this Harry Styles, like, kind of progressive, like, look of de- design and fashion. Men are, like, cross-dressing, not cross-dressing, but, like, looking into females' clothing more and, like, kind of expressing themselves how they want to. I get what you mean. Yeah, dude, it was such a thing, like, back in the day when we used to love, like, Justin Bieber and One Direction. Like, what about that got the men so pissed? Like, the boys oh so pissed. God. They used they- to yeah. hate them. I know like and they would like hate on like girls for liking them also and it's like made no sense like what like what's wrong with that yeah like what like we're not attacking you for your love of fucking League of Legends like stupid little like (laughs) World of Warcraft first it was World of Warcraft first I can replace it with CSGO whatever like I don't care about your your stupid little Madden characters like what is the reason like I'm just saying, what was the reason for that? Like, what the, was the reason <laughs> exactly for like hate on like us loving Justin Bieber or us loving One Direction, well, having exa- posters of them in our room? Like, that love is exactly what challenged the male gaze, right? Because men, again, even 13 year old boys were taught being jacked, being strong, being good at sports. But then here you have like a boy in Justin Bieber, 13, like flowing hair scrawny little kid obviously not doing sports he's a singer with a really high-pitched voice and girls are just falling heads over heels Mm. head over heels for him and all the other dudes are like what Mm. that's not what you're supposed to do you're supposed to like the sports guy the jack dude like the guy who has a low voice not the guy who sings to you about love songs high-pitched voice that's the exact opposite of what the male gay says and so when they saw the girls doing that we Mm. like the males obviously attacked and were like hey wrong bad girl and then like try to turn them around that's stupid. You know what blows my mind? Instead of being like, oh, maybe that's what women like. They're like, no, you're supposed to like this. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I went to the gym. You're supposed to like me. It's so stupid. Like, I'm like, if you really cared about what women wanted, you would listen. Like, use your ears. But no, they're like, no, you're supposed to like this. So, like, you liking Justin Bieber is wrong and hurts my feelings. Good. I'm glad it hurt your feelings, you stupid. The same thing happened with the dad bod. Like, when the dad bod came through, like, like obviously that's maybe like a little bit of a like a hyperbole of like what girls like but 
the dad bod came through and all the people who were again were into fitness were like what the hell are you talking about you're supposed to like jack guys not like this dude who like obviously doesn't really work out and he's just like kind of fat and chubby and then like turns out women just like to be fucking comfortable and mm-hmm. muscles that are only like super tight are not comfortable to lie on and like you hug and men are like oh who would have thought rock hard abs aren't the best cuddle partner and it's funny because now like most of those alpha Honestly. people who are like so into the male gaze and what it means for men are like also usually extremely like homophobic and they'll hate like the idea that men can love men especially because like it's just part of the male gaze that you should be with a woman it's heterosexual but then if you if you approach them with like hey women actually like you know a little bit of a stomach they like a little bit of whatever they're like no that's wrong that's like feminine Mm -hmm. it's like but isn't like isn't aren't girls exactly who you're trying to reach out to like isn't that the exact opposite of being homosexual (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i saw a tiktok the other day that brought up like kind of a really interesting point is that like women see like femininity as its own like individual topic like being mm-hmm. feminine is completely separate from being masculine whereas a lot of like alpha men view masculinity as the opposition of femininity so that's why when men do anything that's feminine they get butthurt about it because they see that as like opposition of their views whereas most people like would see like femininity as its own topic Mm. masculinity as its own topic and there can be overlap yeah i completely agree i honestly wouldn't even think like like they even differ that much i think just like it's it's complicated you know like i would consider myself a feminine woman but i enjoy working out and i enjoy like lifting weights and stuff does that make me a masculine woman no because like I'm out here listening to Call Her Daddy while like working out. Like you really like it's like women. Does that make me women? No, women. (laughs) But it's 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 it's, like very strange to me. Oh yeah. So like when we were talking about like this, the femininity versus masculinity. Like I still like to probably like I still struggle with it. I still sometimes think that masculinity is the opposite and is like anti femininity or vice versa but like recently i've been kind of like discussing or like Mm. thinking more about like how everything can have a masculine and feminine side and so like recently when we went to when i went to new york just now i wanted to experiment more with my clothing and so like i didn't go do anything crazy but what i did was Mm. i wore like vice like she had this like rose gold like chain necklace so like if honestly if it wasn't rose gold it would be a very manly necklace but it was it was rose gold like colored and i was Mm. also wearing like my earrings i was also wearing uh, her bra- one of her bracelets that was like rose gold and blue and I was wearing like a blue shirt this is like the most I've played mm-hmm. with being on a feminine kind of side while also still wearing like normal like if I wasn't wearing this jewelry like it would be a typical dude outfit like just a t-shirt and jeans but like this mix was like very interesting because like I could play on mm-hmm. both sides like I was mm-hmm. also wearing a leather jacket so I was wearing feminine jewelry but I was also wearing like a ma- very masculine associated piece of clothing with a leather jacket and I was like this is really fun actually it allows me to like express myself in different ways at the same time that's really cool i think a lot of dudes could like yeah. do with expressing that i love yeah, it no i really like that allowing the fluidity like just gives you some i feel like it just makes life better for everyone because then now you're not like restricted by like options that are like masculine because yeah. like anything can be masculine and anything can be feminine like just go for it wear whatever you like mm-hmm. i feel like it's the person i think the problem with a lot of people is that they feel if they dribble into like or 
dribble what like dive into a little bit of like the fluidity stuff they will dabble dabble thank you dabble into this like <laughs> fluidity thing they're gonna lose what it means to be straight or lose what it means to be um or like straight yes like heterosexual or lose they think it means being homosexual or they lose their masculinity but really when you actually understand that being like femininity is part of you whether you like to or admit it or not there's like a part of femininity to every man and there's a part of masculinity to every woman so drib again dabbling in that other quote-unquote mm-hmm. opposite thing is actually going to allow you to understand who you are more comfortable with like i realize i'm comfortable up to that point so far but really anything else is like you know maybe a little bit too much for me but like it actually made me comfortable with you know more about myself yeah no yeah that's awesome no but i really appreciated your little like your accessorizing i think that honestly like i think Okay. A lot of women, I'm not going to say all women, a lot of women when they see like jewelry or something like that on a man on a man are going to look at him like a like he's a confident dude. Like it doesn't matter mm. what that like that accessorizing makes him look like in terms of objectivity like a, like attractive or not. It almost is just like, okay, okay, he feeling himself like okay, he tried today. Like that that in itself is men trying like in yes. in a non like male way is so attractive. I think that's like the mm-hmm. huge thing. I think because the male gaze has been so like just like shoved down our throats since like the moment that we can even like perceive things mm-hmm. that like when you see someone who's so confident in like straying from the norm, like in any aspect really, it's really attractive. You're like, yeah. wow, you're very secure, you're very confident and like it's admirable. Yeah. So like any like if you're if you see someone of the gender that you're attracted to doing that obviously you're gonna be like "Mm, maybe I want to get to know this person he seems cool yeah I would agree and that's like another reason like why in the the 2000s it was weird that like women were so attractive to to gay men and that's because like gay men were so confident in them their own identity and like were confident in wearing what they wanted to wear even when Mm -hmm. in a time that it was almost like taboo to do that or take care of themselves groom themselves that's grooming was also a thing because i feel like it's also like for some reason like hygienic things are also sometimes deemed as like feminine like like literally like why is why is like skincare deemed feminine like sir like you have skin as an organ like are you gonna (laughs) say that women have a different like heart surgery than men like what the (laughs) fuck it's so strange yeah I don't know why it was such a difference. And like that, like, I think that was should have been like a men's telling point in itself. Like, okay, change your damn gaze because we like the gaze. Like, we like, exactly <laughs> play on words. Um, but no, I think that's like, <gasps> that was really I just cute. processed that. That was very nice. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, like, I also wanted to like talk briefly about like where it's been in movies other than like, like obviously like birds of prey and stuff like that it's also been mm-hmm. in like the girl best friend movies like what is what type of girl oh the man God. is most attractive to attracted to it's always the girl that's like into sports like is sorry i almost dropped my phone um it's like into sports like no strings attached like is always like oh i don't care about feelings like or like but she's also like a freaking model right so she has like all like the physical benefits of femininity but none of like the emotional tags that come with femininity air quotes because like i don't believe in it's funny because most of that is actually like they just want to express their love for their dude best friend like they just feel like it's 
like homosexual to be like, hey, dude, I love you. Like, I like spending time with you. So they have to project that onto a woman and make it her like the most like figure eight, like model looking woman and then put like the dude best friend qualities on her. Like can drink a beer, like chill it with the bros and like things like Bruh. that. When it's like, you just want to like your best friend and express your love for your best <gasps> friend, but you have to sexualize it because it has to be on a girl. Because if you put it on a girl and you don't show um, like attractiveness to her then what are oh. you so there has to be that input bro wait this is such a meta moment because that's so that's so weird like that's so weird that like men will push that away like you saying that there's probably a lot of men out there they're like i'm not attracting my friends i'm not attracting yeah. my male friends like women are very affectionate towards their like friends like it's just mm-hmm. normal that they are but like it's very rare that you see like a lot of men being very affectionate with their friends you know mm-hmm. what i mean until they're drunk when their inhibitions are gone yeah but like <laughs> why is showing affection like you can have platonic affection that's so normal there's so yeah. many types of like it doesn't just mean like oh i'm in love with you like it's why because is that? They, like that if like in today's society so much affection has been like whittled down to like whether or not it's sexual like and it, it it's either you have affection which is sexual or you don't have any affection at all so when it comes to men there's like oh i want to show affection to you yeah. you're in love or you're a sociopath it's not even love it's like sexual <laughs> like you can be in love with your friends and then like not want to mm, have sex yeah. with them right that's obvious but like in the today's like media society that's like impossible so when they say they want to love their dude like they want to love their best mm. friend they don't understand that it can be non-sexual and just be like, I love you for you, who you are. I don't want to have sex with you, which is completely normal and fine. I just want to love you. That's like really sad that like men don't get to express like their love towards their friends because like mm. that's just you're just like building like a barrier between you and your friends. It's so like wholesome. Yeah. Have you seen like a group of like your dude friends like when they get super drunk and they start like basically just hugging each other and, like, oh, dude, I love you. Like literally they cannot leave like their side. It's because they finally get to like express mm-hmm how they want to express their love for their best friend they should do that sober (laughs) honestly i think that stuff is so sweet like it honestly like it also shows that you're like almost more in touch with your emotions like bro like another thing that's like a very human thing are emotions like what the Mm -hmm. fuck made that feminine like what is the reason that that is a feminine (laughs) thing like i hate the fact that like showing like any type of like emotion is just like even negative emotion is just so feminine like you get angry oh you're pmsing like no i'm angry because you did something to make me fucking angry (laughs) like Like, honestly honestly if we're thinking about it in terms of like who shows the most emotion it's men men show the most emotion they're always so angry they're always like Mm -hmm. the who 90 percent of hate comments are men like it's because they and it's always expressed through anger because i feel like that's the only like masculine negative energy to show you know what i mean like crying is crying is not masculine you can't cry so what do you do you yell yeah like Like, and i feel like that just leads to like so much just like psychological trauma just cry if i haven't cried in a month like i will feel like i'll feel the pent-up energy and be like i need to watch a sad movie so i can just cry it out a little bit (laughs) me i completely agree that's like it's so valuable and i think like Mm -hmm. honestly like jay i think you've changed over the course of me knowing you also like and you've become a lot more like able to express emotions other in in ways that are not just anger like i didn't know if i don't know if you were you express emotions and anger before or anything but like i know like now like and also to clarify i was not getting angry at you a lot in the early relationship we just didn't i just didn't express emotion to you <laughs> just yeah to no, no, no. For all the listeners. <laughs> like i 
he just didn't show any emotion. Like he was never angry. It's not that like, I didn't show emotion. It just was never like the full extent of what I was actually feeling. Like if I was crying, I still like didn't cry, cry. If I was super happy. Like you would just hold it back a little bit. Yeah. If it was anything, like I just didn't show emotion. Well, that's also my own problems. We won't get into that at this <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> but how has that been for you? Like, because you grew up thinking you still that see way, that right? to this day but there's obviously like the whole counterculture about like no men feel emotions too like they're human beings and it's nice to see that because there is a huge like epidemic of no mental health for men and emotional like support for men in this country and around the world still or like i mean suicide rates among men are like mm, ridiculously like a bajillion times higher than women just because men don't know how to process their feelings we're not allowed to societally talk about it so it's nice to actually be doing that myself because i can actually validate my own feelings and like speaking on the friends thing like i've gone out of my way now to realize like a long time like a while ago maybe like a year ago i realized like i hadn't told like a lot of my really good friends that i love them and i do it's obviously a friendship love right and so i started making it like even though it's still weird for me sometimes Mm -hmm. because i'm still not used to it if i forget after a while like i make sure to say hey love you bro like Mm -hmm. i'll say that to make sure that they know because they're my friends and i still feel like it's weird sometimes Mm -hmm. because that's me like fighting against what i learned but like yeah. that's how you make baby steps you tell the people you care about that you care about them oh, Absolutely. This is so, so awesome. that's why we have gays because it pushes unnecessary stereotypes on everybody including men and like directly negatively affects women and then retroactively also hurts yeah. men so the stupidest thing ever just stop gazing i can close your eyes another thing i wanted to bring up was this tiktok that i saw the other day it was about how like the male gaze has over sexualized like women's bodies because Mm. back in the day like uh, breasts were not sexualized because it's not really like anything sexual so then scientists like they did a study and then based on like people's like neural interactions on like a nude beach the only act that would like trigger any kind of like sexual arousal in men or women's brains was like the act of seeing people do it but like after a certain period of time of spending time on the nude beach they would find that the breast no longer like instigated that sexual arousal as it did when you first got there which means that Mm -hmm. it was like a societal impact of why we think breasts are so sexualized because if you ever gone to like an old indian temple like the the paintings like they don't have like anything on top it's just like the sorry yeah. like black like the blouse isn't there it's just like the the father yeah or the father yeah <laughs> yeah so i thought that was like interesting <laughs> not a duparta. it's, it's the father <laughs> it's the father <laughs> like it's yeah. attached the to the shoulder rest cloth yeah but yeah so i thought it was crazy that how like back like in history like it wasn't there and how like the male gaze has evolved and now like even like seeing a woman breastfeed is seemed like taboo when that's like such a I wonder how much act. of that study is also about it, like desensitization about like anything like if you see it after a while like you get used to it well no because even after like seeing like a lot of like porn like that would still instigate a sexual arousal and i think that's because like biologically like women like people need to reproduce so like that sh- you need to be instigated mm-hmm. sexually somehow but like a body part that like, never like, did it for them the butt mm-hmm. and or I think, like the genital organs at the same study and what did they find mm-hmm. you know yeah um well butt didn't instigate any that's kind of false. Like, sexual this arousal is like that 2021 much butts are very much why. sexualized i mean it <laughs> I know, but it's more of like a tr- it's gotcha. more of like a trend. Like I think boobs yeah. have been like sexualized far longer, so it's more like ingrained in 
people that like like if you see a like when you go to a normal beach like butts are just out like that's not butts are more gross i honestly would think i'm more like disgusted by a butt well i think you're thinking than I am aroused by a butt but also even butt cheeks like you just see butt cheeks all the time like it's nothing like I mean, like, dude, anybody wearing a thong at a beach, like, anyone wearing a bikini yeah. thong at a beach is so normal. Like, it's like, yeah, like, It's normal yeah. for women. Like, women, like, you guys don't think about it, but, like, I can guarantee that every man is looking at, like, the butts sexually, even when they're out in, the, like, in a G-string or whatever you just said. I mean, that's, like, immediate, right? So that's not even what we're yeah. talking about. But, I'm like, immediately, like, butts and boobs, whatever, everything instigated sexual arousal. But over time, like, after they've been at the beach for, like, maybe, like, an hour or something, that same, like, neurological, like, stimulation was not happening anymore. That would mm-hmm. only happen well, if they like, saw two I'm people having sex. I'm confused because mm. in porn, too, that there's, like, a habituation that happens and that's why people go with into like harder and like stronger and more like taboo stuff over time so i wonder that's also like because they've seen so much of it that it goes away so i wonder like how much that plays like a similar effect into this speech thing i think it's almost different when you see it like on mm. technology like rather seeing than it in like a sexual context is obviously porn is sexualized person. but like a beach, not feel... necessarily maybe that's fine see what that is though that's becoming like desensitized of like an actual sexual action which i feel like is a different can of worms than just like seeing a body part and then being like sexually aroused because like boobs in themselves have like no sexual function yeah not like not for the dude like yeah there's there's no reason for a man to find it like attractive yeah but i mean like the main purpose is for like breastfeeding like that's why they're in existence yeah that's it's like strange I would say like that didn't I didn't know that was a thing. I feel like that I would even say like that like the sexualization of boobs is a very Western concept. It's yeah. like that is something that the West brought into wherever they colonize. So I would say like the shitty part of the male gaze that we're even undergoing right now is really a mix of like masculine whatever like male like heterosexual males find attractive plus like the western view well cool i think this was like a very solid like well we honestly blamed it on the eurocentric gaze like the fucking western gaze which fuck them too like honestly like, both the gazes fuck them yeah fuck them <laughs> all we need is the female and the non-eurocentric gaze yeah. <laughs> women of color setting the next beauty standards for the next hundred let's, let's years i've decided fuck the gaze yes. fuck the gaze the yeah. G-A-Z-E. g-a-z-e but yeah no um well perfect i think this is a good place yeah. to wrap up so in conclusion my essay spoke okay. about how the male gaze and eurocentric gaze sucks very nice thank you for the summary as always if you are listening on apple podcast drop us a rating and drop us a comment uh follow us on all the social medias mr boyfriend social medias will also be in the description if you have not followed him yet i would get on that this is literally round three yeah actually he's private i don't know maybe don't do that yes i am <laughs> but if you want to follow request me follow request me and let's yeah. see what happens maybe i get to know you maybe you get to know me maybe we end up being best friends or no. yeah We'll see. And I don't really don't have anything else, but yeah, everything's in the bio. I love you guys. Peace. Bye next week. I love you, bro. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.